Welcome to the Smart Coast Morning Show, broadcasting from the home of the comic book men, Jay and Silent Bob, Secret Stash. Good morning, Mike. What's happening, Ming? Yeah, uh, LA Woman, The Doors, right? Yes. You recognize, lo- oh, you recognize yes. this, to- this tune? Of course I do. Uh, R.I.P. Ray Manzarek, the, uh, the keyboardist. Yes, I, I remember. You remember him? I we remember Riders on the Storm. Oh, you kidding? Ray Manzarek was... He was key, man. Perhaps you remember uh, "Light My" f- little tune called "Light My Fire." Never heard of it. Maybe. Break on through to where? Crystal ship, the end. Not even close. I'm just gonna keep listening. Doors you song. just go to town, buddy. Uh, uh, Ray Manzarek. Uh, Doors, one of my top five bands. Yes. And um, you know, I, how old was Manzarek? 68, I believe. Okay. Maybe older. He had some. He had cancer. Mm-hmm. He went to Germany or something. To it was a rare form of cancer. He went there for treatment. He was still touring as of like three years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ray Manzarek at the yeah. Doors. Yeah, I didn't. I've never seen uh, him uh, live. I, I should have, but I had chances uh, when I was in school in Ann Arbor, Michigan. He would come to this place called the Blind Pig and play. The Blind Pig. What a great name for yeah. a bar. Yeah, and um, yeah, and I, I always felt my. You know, big, I'm a huge Doors fan. Jim Morrison, great guy, charismatic. He could sing, but. Ray Manzarek was the heart of the door. From what I understand, Jim Morrison was a raging, raging bigot. Probably. That's what I heard. And he was also a raging drunk, too. Yes. I mean, that's oh, what I tell people. Going. I was like, listen, although the doors were, it, doors were all about Ray Manzarek. Jim Morrison was a drunk. Yeah, you know what? You, <laughs> you trust the art, not the, the artist. Right. So, yeah, Ray was, uh, he was key, man. I didn't, you know what? It's really weird because... I just found just found out from you, and you're like, "Rip, uh, Ray Manzarek." Yeah. I was like, "Holy shit, he's dead!" All right, yeah, died May 20th, and uh, you know, Doors wouldn't have been the Doors without his organ. Absolutely, and, you know, the Doors didn't have a. You know, <laughs> thank doors... you for thank you for throwing that out there, Ming, for all of inter- the internet to uh, just make fun of. Yeah, so, that was but, good. Uh, yeah, and the, uh, you know, Doors didn't have a bass player. Ray Manzarek played the bass parts on his keyboard at the same time as everything else. He is. He was amazing, and still, man. you know what? He still is amazing because his legacy will live on. Yeah. So you know, and time all sh- the all the Doors cover bands go to town, Ming. Yeah, do it. I'll, I'll see that. I mean, that's the clo- that's the closest you're ever going to get. Uh, although, uh, you know, the best Jim Morrison impersonator, uh, what's his face? Not Jimmy Kimmel, but who's the other guy uh, with the late night talk? Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. Have you ever heard him do uh, the Reading Rainbow theme as Jim Morrison? I'm not a big Jimmy Fallon fan. Who I'm are sorry, you a fan of? I'm a fan of many people. I love Jimmy Kimmel. I think Jimmy Kimmel's funny as hell. Okay. Colin Quinn. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, Jimmy Fallon, Reading Rainbow. Let's see if I can... Uh, this is pretty funny, I think. So uh, this is Jimmy Fallon as dressed up as Jim Morrison... Got a band. He's doing the Reading Rainbow theme song. Go to town. This is on YouTube, and we'll see if we can pull this up. Butterfly in the sky. It's good, right? Oh, he sounds just like him. He's not bad. Take it. Bad at all. Watch I'm gonna have. I'm thinking about uh, checking my Jimmy Fallon. Uh, you might have to. I'm, I'm gonna have to revisit it. All right. I'm gonna have to revisit my uh, my slamming of him. 
this this alone should turn you back. Well, that it, you know what that is pretty fucking phenomenal. Come on, man. All right. That's that's just it's phenomenal. Wasn't uh, he? But he was in uh, what, what was that Red Sox movie with uh, Drew Barrymore? Uh, pitch, pitch, uh, pitch, perfect. Pitch. Fever, fever pitch. pitch. All right, not pitch. Drew perfect. Barrymore got hit in the head with a baseball. You got it. Come on. Do you like Drew Barrymore? Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Okay, so she's a drunk man. Oh, right. You like DT? You cried at DT. I, 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 I like DTs. Gertie. I I never Firestarter? cried. Firestarter. <laughs> Firestarter. Uh, the only reason to like Firestarter is uh, George C. Na- Scott. Oh, I, was, I thought maybe some not naked not David Keith or you know Keith David Keith. Yeah. <laughs> I love the book. Firestarter was a great book. If you yeah. never read it, but then again. Yeah, but oh my it. god, that's great. This is good, right? Very good. All right, Jimmy Fallon, you're on my uh, back number on? one list. He's on the list. All right, look the that, good if, list. If you haven't seen that, look it up. And then uh, I, I think Fallon spearheaded the Neil Young doing uh, TV theme show songs. Have you heard those? Uh, I think uh, Neil Young did the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Did you hear that? No, that I want to hear. Let's see if I can find that. <sighs> We're just killing time, folks. No, man, this is good stuff. <laughs> Ming Chen killing time. Well, just give, I'm trying to turn you back onto the Jimmy Fallon bad wagon. Uh, yeah, Jimmy's really happy about that. All right, this is uh, if this loads up. All right, computer's being slow. Right, here we go. This is Neil Young, everybody, doing the theme song to the Fresh Pants of Bel <laughs> I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Oh, that's funny. I want to get to the part where he gets, uh, you know, beaten on the playground after school. Yes. Unless you want to nice. hear Bob Dylan, Bob Dylan sing the Charles in Charge. No, thank you. So, come on, come on. Uh, Have a heart. Are you a anyone... Bob Dylan fan? Absolutely okay. not. Really? Oh, you don't like God. Bob Dylan? Was uh, he I, I love. No, he wasn't. I, I love his uh, music. I don't love his songs. His his singing style. I don't need to hear anything that he does. Mike. Yeah, that's right. Hey, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Bob Dylan. Uh, just a taste. Just a taste. Now, who just did this? Uh, that was Mr. Fallon. Is this Jimmy Fallon yeah, again? Fallon spearheaded this. Oof. <laughs> you gotta love the harmonica. I'll listen to any song with the harmonica <laughs> in it. Yeah. New boy, neighborhood. Come on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Come on, okay. man. No, you can I'm giving props to Fallon. <laughs> oh, dear God in heaven. We gotta get to the hook. Charles in charge of our days in our <laughs> Charles in charge of our wrongs in our rage. Charles in charge of our days in our rage. Charles in charge of our wrongs in our rage. Oh, dear God in heaven. I love this. Charles in charge of me. All right, enough of that. That's good, though, right? That was excellent. That was good. I, I think uh, he had, I can't remember, it was Rihanna or someone else doing the Gummy Bears cartoon theme song. Oh, you remember my, that cartoon? No, I don't, thank God. All right, I won't, I'll spare you from that one. Yes, the, the sp- Gummy Bears, I don't I'll need spare to you from hear. That one. All right, well, if you like that, you can tweet us at MingChen37, M-I-N-G-C-H-E-N 37, or at... Michael at Michael Zapsic, M I C H A E L Z A P C I C. Yes, we would love to hear you tweet or f- hear you tweet. I love to hear my because my my tweet machine makes noises. Yeah, and um, it yeah. Blah, blah. So I want to tell you that uh, what happened last night. Last night, please um, do. If you're a Tell Them Steve Dave fan, happy to report they recorded an episode. Now here's a problem: they had an appointed time they were going to meet. Right. They're going to podcast. Falls apart. Uh, I think Brian had some kind of family issue, whatever. Brian Johnson, as he oft does. Okay. So Brian carries around a portable recorder with him. Right. That's where all the podcasts either get recorded or some weeks they don't. <laughs> or they also get destroyed. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, we were left here. I had left. It was Quinn and Walt. Right. And they're like, well, screw it. We're here. We're going to record an episode. Start filling knobs, pushing buttons, dialing dials. I get a call from Quinn. He's like, hey, uh, how do I do this? I'm like, well, <laughs> look on the laptop. I had, I had hooked it up all. I had set it all up for them because I knew this was, this could happen. Very nice. And I said, just hit record on the laptop. That's it. Hit record. Start talking. Make sure the meter is bouncing up and down if you want to. Put on headphones. I would prefer if you put on headphones. Make sure everything's going correct. well. Nice. All right, cool. We got it. Click. And then you know, I start getting that dreaded feeling. I was like, I should go back. I should go back. Did you come back? I should go back. I don't want to go back. I want to, you know, my wife needs me to cook dinner. I want to kiss my kids. Yeah, you know, maybe, Get maybe. Hey, remember, remember me, kids? I'm dad. Yes. Yes, as much as they make fun of me, the reason why I'm not at home is half the time I'm down here. Making to, sure that make sure uh, shit doesn't blow up, blow up on their faces. Think of all the things I want to do besides come down here. Right. Uh, you know, I want to chop vegetables. I want, you know, I want to cook dinner. You want to cook. I want to watch Sports Center. You know, I want to watch the Orioles beat the Yankees. Whatever. You want to do something other than being here. Right. And while I'm thinking all that, I get another call. Look on the phone. Brian Quinn. Hey, I started it. Is this working okay? I see things bouncing up and down. Sounds good. All right. And then... So you're you're like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, I go home. Kiss my kids. Chop kiss, some vegetables. Kiss, kiss my wife. I don't even get to the vegetables. I'm like, honey, I'm, I just got a call from Quinn. I don't trust these guys. I'm I gotta sorry. Go. I'm going back. Oh, man. I'm going back. Why am I going back? Because the pain or, you know, any whatever, any resentment, anything I you might feel toward me now will be exacerbated 10 times if this episode doesn't get recorded. Right. Of course you do. So I came back. I love you, honey. I came back. I came back. I'm like the so you, outlaw you, Josie Wales. Always okay. double back for a friend. Always. And so you did. Kyle, I'm Kyle Reese, man. I went back. I, I volunteered myself, went back to the past. 
Matrix. So, you, so you came here and you fucked I one fucked of the guys. Oh, oh my okay, god. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ. Made pipe bombs and uh, oh and Ming Junior is gonna be here. And I fell in love with you know with, with one of the guys. Okay, with yeah. one of the yeah, guys yeah, with yeah. Brian Quinn. And then I fucked everything else up because the you know Skynet happened anyways. So. All right. Well, yeah, Skynet happens. Yeah. Actually, that's a nice bumper sticker. That should be a bumper sticker. Skynet happens. Skynet happens yes. instead of shit happens. Yes. I like that. Thank you. I like that. Anyways, so you'll have a nice brand new episode for you. Waiting Sans for you. Johnson. Sans Johnson. Don't know what's up with him. Uh, don't know why he didn't make it. I did not get a clear explanation at this point. You know, I we've figured, known him 15 years. We don't ask anymore. No, it's just like, <laughs> oh, he's not coming? Yeah. It's a, you know, if, you, if you're that curious, ask him and then prepare to waste a day. Yeah, my brother's girlfriend's uncle's father said he passed out at 31 Flavors last night. <laughs> I guess it must be bad. Thank you, Simone. Save Brian. Save, Save Brian. Save the clock tower, since we're mixing metaphors anyway. Yeah, I had listened to an episode, I think three episodes ago, where Quinn report, recorded by himself, and they kind of played a best of. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Brian was by himself. Brian Quinn, by himself, mm-hmm. podcasting. Every five minutes, he'd be like, oh, no, don't worry, we're okay, we're not imploding, yes. everything's okay. He said it so much that you started to get worried. You're like, oh, shit, they're, they're Even imploding. I got worried, and I knew nothing, you know, they are, you know, everything's... Somewhat fine now. As that, fine as fine as it gets as in that as little it gets in this universe. World, yes. Yeah, yeah. But even I started to get. Worried. I mean, they make fun of us for stability. Yeah. That how how fucking awesome is it, it to is. hear Johnson going off on like, you guys suck. You podcast too much. And uh, <laughs> well, yeah. And the only answer I have to that is uh, to shake my head and you know what and, and carry I, on. Exactly. Carry I on. I've had I had an interest in life. Yeah. I I've I kick that shit to the curb because here's the thing when you have a really really exciting life and it happens that people do have exciting lives that means that there is so much fucking chaos it's (laughs) disgusting yeah so I think Brian doesn't have any chaos. He's content- uh, that is he's wrong. Contented. Absolutely well, not. No, that's he has not true. more chaos than weird, anybody though. I've ever met who is not actively using drugs. It, uh, it's odd though. Booze. Isn't it odd for a guy who does so little to have so much chaos in his life? No, because no. he invites that shit into his he life, does. and that's pretty much what it is. And you know what? I, it's but it's it it's an observation, it, not a declaration. Oh man, so. it makes for a great podcast, though. So oh sure, oh absolutely. You know what? If you, you guys want. Us to be less stable, less. Um, tweet us. Yeah. Tweet us if tweet you want us, us yeah. to be less stable. Yeah, if you want us and to, uh, send know, send mass amounts of drugs uh, to the stash. Just send them inside like each, of coffee. Each, each week, yeah, we'll try different ones. Like, yeah, is, exactly. Is there, uh, this is our heroin week. These are Peruvian <laughs> shrooms. Like, okay, and it'd be fucking crazy. Can I put these in a peanut butter sandwich? Aren't they podcasting? Yeah, because. They complain about us podcasting, and then they would complain about us not podcasting. Right. And you, it's you, you, you're damned if you do, and you're damned yeah, if you I don't. I took those so. proven shrooms. I could be like, I, I turned to Jim Morrison, the butterfly. In no, the sky. you wouldn't. You would think you were. Right. Did you ever see I that? I'm the lizard king. Yeah, can I drink the water? Yeah. At, uh, at Duff Garden. Exactly. Did you ever see the uh, the It's Always Sunny where they did that dance routine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. in their minds, it was perfect, but in reality, everyone's like just looking at him like you're fucked up. Yeah. So, so yeah. that could be us. That no, that would be us. That would be us. Not could be. Then if we started taking those Peruvian mushrooms, which I'm not saying don't send to the stash. I'm not saying we've that had post. some weird stuff shipped here. <laughs> yes, I think uh, I think we've talked about this before. Just a quick recap. But one day, uh, a lot of these little padded envelopes showed up, marked 
not sent to the stash, but Mark, 35 Broad Street, which we actually share with the upstairs. Oh, my God. Yes, this was door, awesome. Like five little padded envelopes showed up. And we're like, what's this? So we tear into them. And there are these uh, medical vials, you know, the ones yeah. that you put needles into. They, yeah, there were no names on it. It was just no 35 name. Broad Street. Yeah. And they, they dropped them off to us. Yeah. So. I'm like, what the hell is this? And I look, and on the label, the little medical label, it says Winstrol, which, if you're a fan of baseball, is juice, steroids. Winstrol was what Rafael Palmero got caught using so in 2005. The Red Bank Regional Baseball team is now out of all of their Winstrol. Right, oh. and that's why they didn't win the state champion. <laughs> it was so weird. Though. It was probably the most bizarre thing I've ever seen shipped here. Uh, yeah, that's well, that wasn't shipped here. It wasn't well, specifically to, to us. Shipped. From, from what we found out, actually, we... Uh, we did research. We did a little research, and we actually uh, gave it back to the... The, the post office, the and they did an investigation. There was somebody who was hoping to um, intercept them. Ah, okay, okay, before. Before. They used here. 35 Broad Street because it's um, there are multiple people in this building. Yes. They were hoping to get a hold of it from one of the guys, yes. and, you know, boom, they didn't. Well, did you see the dude was ejected? And I was like, hey, uh, did, I, did any... Uh, <laughs> did any, uh, did any, uh, you know, because it takes way to touch the on the high point. Did any, did any, did any uh, you got five did little penny envelopes? Sorry about that. What? Uh, roid rage. And then, you get any envelopes, I'm going to fucking rip your head off. You ever had any friends or you ever know anybody on, on roids? Yeah. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. I actually work for a guy who was on steroids. I'm not going to name names. Was, okay. And, uh, you <laughs> know, what, pizza. Um, <laughs> Are all the uh, uh, all the rumors true? The rage, the oh back yeah, acne, oh you should have seen I, the I shrunken actually, testicles. I have no idea about the shrunken testicles. That's not, that's none of my concern. Um, however, he did have some some uh, anger issues. Yeah, yes, and he would um, his knees were bad too. Ooh, yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I can't do so it. So Declan, um, Declan Quinn, I'm looking yeah, at you, buddy. Stop taking steroids. Stop, stop roiding up, buddy. Just stop. You, stop. You're fine. What God gave you with what God gave you. It's okay. We love you. Yeah, we just want you to be happy. I mean, was he bizarrely? He oh, he had, bizarre he had with the muscles on muscles. Had, and, yeah, he had mood swings, and yeah, it's it was bad. All right. So, anyways, speaking yeah, of baseball, yes, let's let's get to it. We're getting right to it. Oh hell yeah! Okay, this past Saturday, I was invited to throw the first pitch at the Somerset Patriots baseball game. No, you weren't. Let's well, let's, let's actually, I invited myself. You did. Let's you were invited by you. Well, they invited me to come out. Uh, sure. Somerset Patriots were doing their first annual Comic-Con day at the yes. baseball stadium. And they invited you. That's invited me awesome. From the comic book band. Invited you and Walt. They invited well, all of us. Well, that was nice, but I couldn't make it. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. I invited Walt. Walt didn't want to go. Walt, of course not. No, I have to, why I, would you do that? Yes. I have to travel? Yeah. No. no. wasn't that bad. It took 45 minutes to get there. It's up north in Somerset uh, off 287 if you're local. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's a pretty cool place. Somerset Patriots is an independent league baseball, uh, independent league they also uh have uh, uh let's see the somerset patriots the newark bears the camden river sharks and you may have heard of the long island ducks Whack. the long island ducks if you look at their roster from year to year uh you'll see actually a lot of guys who got caught using steroids are now <laughs> long island ducks. <laughs> now that they're clean or either they got banned or whatever you know the the, the 50 game suspension they you know they went over there um Notable names, uh, Dontrell Willis, you might remember him, won 23 games in 2005 or six. can't remember. 
uh, you know, a lot of a lot of former major league players trying to make it back. And by you, I'm assuming you mean the listeners, not me, because yeah, you don't face, give a shit. I could give a rat's ass Come less. Come on, D Train, man. You don't remember the D Train, Dontrell um, Willis? Can't I remember the D Train? I don't. don't I don't care the about the, right. the player. So. I no, I remember the D Train. It okay. went up to uh, <laughs> Battery <laughs> Point and or Battery Park, and um, I have no idea. Yeah, they. The uh, we had actually met them at the Asbury Park Comic Con, Silent Rob, and. Um, and they asked, they, I think they asked us there if we wanted to come down. That was so long ago. But yeah, like, that was hey, in, yeah, we'll come down. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, it was You'll shut up. It was on Saturday. Right? You will shut up. You came in, you like, I'm not, I'm not going on the microphone. Then, it, no, well, you're not invited to that either. Why the fuck are you I love, here? This is such a one-sided, I love the one-sided argument. See, Mike's turned down. Uh, so they tweeted me a week ago to remind me, like, hey, you want to come up? And, you know, baseball, comic books, two of my favorite things in the world. So I'm like, Yeah. Then I tweeted back, say, can I throw out a first hey, pitch? Hey, can I throw out the first pitch? I like throwing Well, out. we had the Queen of England doing it, but fuck her. Yeah, yeah I must, you can do it. I must kill <laughs> must Frank kill Drebin. Frank Drebin. Must kill the Queen. Must, must kill, kill the Queen. The Queen. Ricardo Montalban. What was the attendance? Why was... don't you ask <laughs> questions after? All questions must be submitted in writing and in triplicate. Yeah, so uh, they did a. They did. A, I'm looking out for you, folks. Game was at seven oh five. They started the con at four, so there's kind of a three hour con block, and then they started the game, and uh, yeah, it was fun. So I got there at con four. Block. <laughs> I um, they gave us a table, they, uh, a vendor they table. They con blocked Ming. I actually tried to call Rob here to see if he wanted to share the table, because um, I th- uh, you know I I didn't have uh, there you know the the baseball people were like yeah come on out have fun. Uh, you know, if you could, uh, I got a nice spot for you next to the main gate, and uh, you know, bring all your employees. You could, you know, you could sell as much as you want. And I'm like, what? What? Employees? What am I going to sell? What employees? And I asked Walt. I was like, listen, I don't really want to sit there and exchange money. It's like that. You know, I knew people would. If anybody had any interest in meeting me, they just wanted a photo. And um, but he gave me a couple of short boxes full of trade paperbacks. Said, move these at half price. Done. So. There were other, you know, they had, they, they were, there were other comic book shops there with the racks and the professional setup and the banners and all that. Mine was kind of like, here, kids, look through these boxes. Everything's half price. But it was cool. I had a little line. How much did you sell? We sold uh, at, at half price. I think I sold uh, maybe 10 books. I cut some deals. Grand total of $45. All right, good man. <laughs> it's better than nothing. We got well, the table free. Didn't I tell you to go with five? Should have gone with five. Five each All book. Five, I yeah. mean, it ended up being about five a book. Yeah. So was... met a lot of cool people. Uh, I met this one kid. He was very happy to meet me. I found out later on he tweeted, skipped his prom. To be skipped his prom to go and see prom. you? And I, I want to see... When am I going to see Ming Chen throw out a first pitch? Right, and I tweeted him out. I was like, listen, man, prom only come... I hope it was worth it. He was like, you know, comics is great, is better than prom any day. So, really? Love that kid. Couldn't get a date, huh? Well, let's not assume that. Uh, okay. Let's not assume that. But yeah, I had a nice little line. It, it was, I, I, you know, you know. Sorry, you know, Buckaroo. If you're listening, I'm only kidding. Yeah, you know, I think that you know me. I love meeting people. You do. You were in, you were ushering people in last night at six o'clock when yeah. I was like, don't usher people in. It was six it, o'clock. It was. Come fun. on in. Come on in. <clears throat> so uh, they gave they gave me a jersey, printed my name on it, number thirty seven, with a Chen on the back. They gave you a. Really? They gave you a shirt. They gave you a jersey. Oh, that's nice. They would have given you one if you would have. I would have come, but you know what? We'll talk I, about why you didn't. In and a we'll talk about why I didn't in a second. Now I'm sitting there. You know, I have a small line there. I look across the hallway. It's a huge line forming. 
I'm like, who the hell is that? Did uh, you know? I did Joss Whedon show? Well, it was Fred Hembecker. Did yeah? Did was Fred Hembeck there? Did, did, <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't see him on the list. Was Fred Hembeck there? Did he have Fred Hembeck in writing? In writing. So you know, I looked down on the guest list. I'm like, who could be bigger than Ming Chen? Who is bigger? This is Brian Johnson. You know, who, why is it? Where's this, who's this big line for? And in March in Spider Man. Iron Man, Batman, and Superman. I'm like, well, oh, of course, you got right. the Trinity there. So well, awesome. Quad, quadinity. Quad. I don't know. Quadrinity. Yeah, it was nice. They split up the Marvel DC universe. Oh yeah, you got to go one and one or two and two. So that's what the big lineup nice. was for. But before anything uh, happened, they got me over there. To, so I got to take picture with the four superheroes. That's nice. Were they like you were spread eagle and they were like holding on to you? Yeah, I was there about to rip my arms off, and then uh, the Patriots tweet a photo. They're like, "All right, let's play. Uh, which one does not belong with the others?" <laughs> and it was Iron Man, wasn't it? It was Iron Man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, Tony Stark. You know, everyone else is cool, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was fun. And then, uh, then call me down. Uh, you know, your arm warm. You ready for the first pitch? Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. No. Now pitching. Ring Chan 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 Chan. Of the Pretty comic cool. book men, 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 men. men now men. I, I get down there and uh, first, um, there's the mound, and then the plate. Now between the mound and the plate, they lay this tarp down there. <laughs> we we uh, worried. I wasn't worried, but they're like, you know what? We want you to throw off the rubber. We want you to throw off the mound. Nice. And did you did you bounce it? I didn't bounce it. Now, did you throw that, it underhand? Were you, were you like, this is softball? Now, before that, I'm like, all right, I'm ready. Let's go. And they're like, well, actually, you're actually one of nine first pitches. All right. Well, were you the first? <laughs> one of nine. Were I was the not first? the first. I was the, they saved the best for last. Okay. So I'm like, nine. That, uh, this is usually what happens at minor league stadiums. You can basically buy the opportunity to throw at a first pitch. You can get the birthday party package. You can, you know, whatever. You can pay X amount so, of dollars. So, all right, little Jimmy on his ninth birthday chucks out the first pitch, yeah. which is nice. That's why the Second tarp up. was out there. They wanted the little kids to throw off the tarp. There was a principal Skinner from, uh, you know, Montgomery High School. <laughs> okay. He got to throw out a first pitch for being a good guy. Some guy uh, got his fiance to throw out the first pitch because uh, he was guy, I, about to ask her to marry him. Uh, you're not that far from the truth. Some yeah. guy got his fiance. Uh, it was her birthday. He surprised her with... A box. I'm telling you. Full of her friends, and she got to throw out the first pitch. Cool. She was number eight in the line. I was number nine. Very nice. And number seven? Uh, was, again, Jimmy from, uh, you know, uh, from Eighth Scout, birthday, gotcha. Cub Scout Troop 387. He just got his- uh, Montclair chapter. <laughs> he got his uh, pitch thrown merit his, badge. Good. He got his wish. Uh, right. But before all this happens, uh, you know, the-, the um, There's a cake? Is there a cake? There's no cake. No but, cake, fuck. Yeah, but my man from the Patriots was like, listen, I have someone I want you to meet. Sparky Lyle, everybody. Sparky Lyle. I love Sparky, Sparky Lyle, Lyle, man. Pitcher, New York Yankees pitcher. Ah, oh, Sparky Lyle. You remember him from the 70s? Had a winning record. My One of my favorite, him, Catfish Hunter. Ah, oh, they were great. And a great guy. He was a personality as well. Yes, he was. He had that big handlebar mustache. Did he win a ring? I didn't notice. Yeah, oh yeah. He won a ring? 70, oh, Sparky. What, 77 was, maybe with uh, 70, Jackson? yeah. Yeah, good guy. That was, that's my dream team. There you go. There was the the Yanks dream team. Yeah, and he's um, he's managing them, isn't he? Uh, he was. He was. He's been managing for the last fifteen years. He stepped back this year. He's kind of like and uh, he's just hanging out. He's just. He's kind of. Like, yeah, yeah. He's hanging out. He's he's, he's manning the hot dog bazooka. He's not hanging <laughs> the hot dog bazooka. He's kind of PR, and you know he's still involved with. He's, he's not. He's a VIP. Man, he's, he's a VIP. He's not right, managing. That's pretty cool. They named the mascot after him. Though. Sparky is the Somerset Patriots mascot. He's a big. Big, big, doing a big dog costume, Sparky. Sparky, I, I would punch someone in the face and make him a fucking dog. How would you make him a big mustache? 
Uh, it kind of looks like his mustache. The right, dog, cool. the dog mascot. It's gray right, cool. and yeah, it's gray. He was known for, Sparky Lyle was known for his mustache too. Yeah, he had a big, big orange mustache. Yeah, it's gray now, but it's still big and very impressive. Very impressive. Cool. And more impressive than Brian Johnson's beard? Uh, well, yeah. If you're going quantity, I don't know, but it was no. We're going cool. quality. Yeah. So the first eight people go. I get up on the mound and uh, and I chuck it. Now I didn't want to, my two fears were didn't want to bounce it, and I didn't want to Mariah Carey it, which if you look on YouTube, there's a Mariah Carey video of her just basically spiking the baseball into the ground. Oy. Uh and then somebody else told reminded me that Baba Bowie from the Howard Stern show also had a horrible first pitch at City Field, the Met Stadium. He threw it so he did, he got he, it was so off that he hit an umpire standing about like 10 feet off to the right. Oh, Christ. Hit the umpire. So they're, they're showing you a blooper reel before you Well, throw. no, I looked at the blooper reel to, <laughs> sh- to, to, to do what not to do. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much fucking common sense. Yeah. It don't hit the umpire that's like 20 feet away getting a hot dog. Yeah. Don't hit uh, Mariah Carey, who's singing the national anthem. Right. Uh, try not to roll it like you're bowling. Right. Yeah, just get it over. Get so, it over the plate. So uh, you know, I look in. I wind up, I throw it. It's over the plate. It's very high, though. Just a bit too and, high. Uh, yeah, just a bit too high. And uh, they uh, they actually uh, recorded it from the perspective behind me. So it looks like I lobbed it, which I probably did. <clears throat> Couldn't put more like, mustard. That's a lie. That video's a lie. How did you do that? Yeah, so it's on, uh, I tweeted it. I think I Facebooked it if you want to look at it. It's on the, It's on Twitter. It's, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I sent you the link, but it, it's, it looks all right. Cool. Got all right, it, yeah. it was, I didn't see it, but no, you didn't send me the link. If, if I was throwing to Manu Bowl, it would have been a strike. It was awesome. very high. Or, or a dude on stilts. Yeah. Very nice. But it wasn't, you know, uh, I would say, you know, what? I didn't bounce it. Got it over. I'm happy with it. Cool. Till the next time. Till yeah. You know what? There's always next time. Yeah. And then uh, the Patriots. Uh, they're like, hey, we're um, giving you a 30 person box. Nice. How how'd you fill it? Uh, I had my family out. I had a couple of family friends, and I'm like, you know what? Let's invite some fans out. So I got uh, I got some fans. They brought their families with them. Cool. Got to meet them. Very nice. That was fun. That's awesome. It was fun. Box. It was a 30. You could fit 30 people in there. Yeah. It was cool. So uh, yeah, I went on Twitter. I was like, "Hey, if Do you're I not doing anything, come on so. out to Comic Con Day. Uh, got some tic- extra tickets in the Ming Chen Suite. He's got some Tic Tacs. Come party, and uh, yeah, it was cool. Some of them brought their kids. It was, cool. It was, it was fun. Introduce kids to uh, baseball. You know what? There's yes. a lot of fun to be had at at minor league ballparks. I think um, I think bar none, one of the if you like baseball, you got to go. Yeah. Best experience. No Even piece. if you don't like baseball, yeah, it is one like, of the most like fun experiences you'll you sit ever there do. And try to entertain your ass off. Yeah. Because they have to try harder. They don't, you know. But yeah, because baseball, I hate to say it, is sort of a slow-paced game. It is. Yes, it is. Uh, it takes about three hours to play it an does. entire game. A lot of uh, standing around. A lot yeah, of, a lot of people just strike one, strike two, strike three. A lot of not action. A lot of, oh, and you know, pitchers going out to have a, a, yeah. a mound visit. And, oh, someone's throwing a beach ball on the field. What are the, what are the ball boys which, is deciding which one is going to go get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not like, um, what was that, The Simpsons with uh, Garaga passes to Bada. Yes, uh, yeah, yeah. Garaga passes to Bada. Passes back to Bada. Yes. Oh. Back to Bada. Back to Bada. Yeah. Garaga. Yeah. Nagaraga. So, so uh, yeah, it's not, not fast 
paced, but um, it is fun though. It is, it's a lot of fun, especially if you got stuff to do in the ballpark. It's fun to walk around, do the seventh inning stretch. Yeah. A lot of people like to get drunk at ballparks, yeah, honestly, which I, I would recommend I'm, not. I'm a, I, I like numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I played baseball when I was little. I, you know, I love the game. Baseball is my number one sport. I yeah, love. and it's if you're if you're a mathematician, it's awesome for yeah. the statistics, the statistics, yeah. the stats. But uh, I, I mean, my favorite part is going to a game with a friend and just sitting there drinking beer or whatever, and you're just like it's relaxing, man. It's fun. It's you, know, you can have a conversation. You can you can talk about whatever you want, stats or the game or or not. Yeah, it's fun. If you want edge of your seat, you know, heart pumping action, go go see, go watch hockey. Yeah, you my can do that, two, or you could uh, go to go to rollerball. Rollerball. Rollerball roller is probably the the best thing. Rollerball with James Con. I thought go they, watch uh, that. Yeah. Or even roller derby. Or or watch the Running Man. I'm. You have a choice. There's a plethora of really interactive games you that you could watch. Yeah. So thank you to the Somerset Patriots for having me out. They seem very happy to have me there. They're pretty cool. Said anytime you or we wanted to come back, we awesome. were invited. So and uh, I hope that jersey's still available for me. They're, they're like, fuck, we have Zapsix, uh jersey. Yeah. Shoot. Damn, let's that try to get them out. Is that a C or a K? <laughs> Doesn't matter. I don't care. It's like, should we give him number what sixty nine? I don't know. All right. Double zero. Kinda, I don't know. He seems like an angry guy. Yeah, Let's not he, do that. He didn't even show up. So why couldn't you make it? You were why off on I a mission. It? I no no mission. Um, my wife and I we haven't been since doing this. It? You haven't been doing it. No, How since long this entire been, well, since this entire. No, my we haven't God. done it since season one. It's like oh my god. Yeah, well, I've been saving it up. Yeah, sorry. And, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, continue. Boy. No, we um, ever since the house was flooded and we finally we've been work 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 yeah. work work and stress. Um, stress the whole nine yards. We haven't really done anything. Um, actually, no, that's not true. We did go out for dinner thanks to uh, Rob and his lovely wife. They watched the kids. Oh, right. Yeah, thanks, Rob. Uh, he gave me a thumbs up. Uh, that's not written, by the way. And tell Siri I said to shut the fuck up, please. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we actually um, went out to a bed and breakfast. A bed and breakfast. Bed and breakfast. And I actually, we used the bed and had breakfast. Did it was you, great. Yeah, you used the bed like... Well, I, I only used it to make a fort. Oh, okay. And to... Uh, <laughs> for, for eating, sleeping, uh, and maybe making a little fort. So anyway, um, we actually went out to Easton, Pennsylvania. It was uh, closest to Buttsville. Yes, Buttsville, New Jersey. Hot Dog Johnny's. All right. And that's um, not where I grew up, but it's where we had a cabin... In the woods, uh, right across this, right across the the um, Delaware Water Gap from um, Camp Nobi Bosco, where they filmed Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, and that's actually where the the whole thing is based upon. Yes, Jason is based on uh, two scouts who were who drowned at Lake uh, Nobi Bosco. Scouts or counselors? Scouts? No, oh, scouts. Cub scouts. Okay. Uh, was it Cub Scouts or Boy Scouts? I think they were Cub Scouts because yeah. they were they were scouts. They were too close to the uh, the river's edge, and um, anyone who knows the Water Gap knows how it's quickly it, it it rises. Yes. It rises like rises. Oh, thank you, Rob. Rob's like, oh, and falls. It rises and falls. Yeah. How did you pick this bed and breakfast? Was it because uh, it was it was what well, was this? I typed in. Um, you know, hotels near or bed and breakfast near Buttsville, uh, Buttsville and really? Blairstown. Yeah. Okay. Because Blairstown, we, the cabin. Yeah, that's where okay. the cabin was. So we actually went to the cabin site. First time my wife has is ever seen it. Is it still there? The cabin site is still there. Okay. It's, the geography's changed a little bit because they had to bulldoze all of the cabins. Why is that? Because they were squatters. 
Oh. Had tons of squatters. After basically anyone who's listened to I Sell Comics or uh, this morning show has heard me talk about the cabin. This is your plan. Yeah. This is your, your, Eventually, your, 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 your I hope fallout to, shelter. to buy it someday. Yes. And um, build on it. But the one thing is uh, the Tock Island Wars. It's a really cool little uh, part of 70s New Jersey history. Okay. New Jer- uh, the. Um, Army Corps of Engineers wanted to go in there and flood out the entire valley. That includes, I heard. So like, they made well, everybody evacuate. I, f- I not believe? evacuate. They they used eminent domain. Okay. To so you know, just buy kicked everything. Them out, yeah, kicked everybody okay. out. And um, this dragged on for close to a decade. And we're like, right. So if I remember correctly, they wanted to flood the valley. They made everybody leave, and then they didn't do anything. They didn't so do anything because uh, they they tied them up in court, and then like. Decade passed, and they're like, yeah, fuck it. So there's a whole abandoned town sitting there. There's a couple abandoned towns in there. One of them is Wallpack Center. Okay. Which is, uh, it's actually really cool. It's all the the buildings are still there, but there's nobody around. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, this is messed up. Because you drive down the center of the street, there's there's an old cemetery. A couple of the houses got bulldozed, and, you know, they're. So just tombstones. Just this town. You're like looking around, going, holy crap. There's no one there. No one there. Uh, I think that they have a skeleton crew. There's there's actually a post office still there. I don't know if it's open or not, but right. you know, it's just really weird. It's like you're looking at it and saying, wow, are we in Arizona? Yeah, what the hell is this? This is weird. This is too green to be Arizona. Yeah. So, uh, and they have the wall pack in, which uh, I tweeted a picture. There were, uh, the place is filled with uh, taxidermy. It's it's like- um, Taxidermy? Like moose heads? Yes, moose heads, fish? everything. No fish. Squirrels? Rats? Yeah, actually, it's There's really cool. There's a coyote going after a um, a roadrunner. I'm like, holy crap. And there is. It's a coyote jumping at a uh, a roadrunner. Just in, I'm like, like holy mid-flight. Shit. Yeah, somebody's... Taxidermy. Yeah. Like someone took this seriously. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, that is really clever. Because, yeah. you know, the, the coyote is obviously going to get it. Right. So I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> Somebody has a really twisted sense of humor. I yes. like that. So, uh, but they have, uh, and I was going to invite Rob to go with me because they had, they're famous. Breakfast. No, to the Wallpack Inn because they're famous for their prime rib. Oh, so okay. I wanted him to come with me. But they also have a salad bar that's like half a mile long. You it's not quite that, that big. Bar. Like, I enjoyed the hell like, out of that ooh, salad bar. Pickled beets. All right. Oh my God. Jello. All right. Chow mein noodles. All right. Ambrosia. Ambrosia. Who puts yeah. ambrosia on? Uh, so is that this where you stayed to the Wallpack? No, in? we uh, we actually stayed at the Lafayette Inn over in Easton. Okay, part of Lafayette College, you know. Yes. Very nice, and, lovely. Uh, how was it? Was lovely. it a communal bathroom? Uh, no, no. TVs? Every, it was an old frat house that they restored, but it was an old the Victorian. Frat? Okay. And uh, it they had like twenty two rooms, beautiful and very nice. Very nice, did very you, uh, affordable. I don't know. Did you go antique shop, antiquing? We actually uh, went to the town center, and we went to a place called Phantom of the Attic. It's oh. the comic book store. Oh, nice. Comics. So it's, it was within walking distance. No, we had to. Drive there. Okay. Well, it was rainy. Oh, wait, we wait. I know, I know. No, I know what you're talking about. No, I passed by that place. And, uh, yeah, we were. Anyways, yeah, I passed by there. Yeah, they, the they have a town square, yes. but it's a circle. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, like wow, it's, it's literally a traffic circle. Yeah. I was like, wow, this is pretty How cool. How was Phantom of the Attic? Weird. It was it was actually really cool. It was huge, like uh, an airplane hangar. And see those um but we have um Imagine this folks. Imagine I'm gonna paint you a picture, folks. We've got these huge um wooden bookcase of a huge wooden bookcase yes. used to be in Kevin's house. It's about what, twelve feet high? Yes. So imagine four of those 
stretched across the back of a building that's twice this size. Yeah, it's a lot. Huge. And they had minimal comics, minimal... What um, did they have? They had... It was a lot of space. And in the middle... Empty space. In the middle, they had uh, glass cases like this, like counters, like these. Right. Going around about the size of here. Yeah, circle. Uh, rectangle, rectangle, rectangleish. Okay. Not a circle, and, um, a square. And they had a bunch of posters. They had a silver, one of the the full size Silver Surfer statues in the window, and uh, I was just amazed that there was so much space and so little product. Yeah, I mean, I'm not slamming them. No, that's how they by any stretch of the imagination. They had their um, uh, their pull boxes. I'm assuming that people get their, you know, they have reserves too. They had the pull boxes like right out on the floor where people can go over and like look through them. That also allows me to go over and look through. I'm like, oh, here's a book yeah. that I'm looking for. Yeah, say, rink. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Goink. It's mine now. It's like, okay, I didn't get talent number eight this week. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, must have been those uh, those rowdy. Yeah, those we, rowdy teenagers. We keep our pull pull boxes behind the counter. Yeah, you have to ask for it. So, yeah. and we know our reservists. Yeah, so. but it was it was they, really funny. They, uh, like, they know who you were. No, not a, not a clue. All right, anonymous shopping. Nice. And I love anonymous shopping. It was very cool. And I went to a place called Caramel Corn. C- Caramel With Corn. With a K? No, C. Oh, Caramel okay. Corn. Um, which like 180 is, different flavors of popcorn? They have corn? not just that, but it, it's they do their own um, stuff on premises. They, it's like here. It's, would you it's like a candy a, shop, an old you, style candy shop. Would you shop. like a sample of a popcorn ball? They had the cigarettes, the candy, or not this, candy, yeah. the um, bubblegum cigarettes. Yes. And the bubblegum cigars. Yeah, those are. I, I noticed those have been. Those are kind of frowned upon. These days. Very much so. So I got a couple packs for. The, I got a couple cartons for the boys. But man, are they good! I got some some Cuban bubblegum cigars for yeah. my boys. Frowned They're upon. Awesome. I'm like this isn't going to make kids smoke. They peer t- pressure. No, makes kids smoke. Candy doesn't make kids smoke. No, peer pressure. You're I like how the right. cigarettes. Uh, you know, they're they're made out of sugar, yeah. shaped like a cigarette, and then at the end they like, they paint it red. Red. Yeah. Yeah. So you can pretend you're smoking. Yeah. You're cool when you're smoking. Yeah, ah, flavor country. <laughs> they have the little wax bottles that you could bite off and the eat nickel the sugar, nibs. Yeah, eat the sugar drink, inside. drink the drink the that syrup that's toxic. It's yeah, red number five, not good for you. Um, <sighs> they have like a bin full of bit of honey. They did. They had uh, bit of honey's Mary Jane's right next to each other. Abba's and, Abba's and uh, they I love old it. candy, man. They had I love all old of it. Candy. All of it, Ming. Uh, Necco wafers. I love it. Um, one of my favorite places in, like uh, in near Los Angeles. There's a place called uh, Galco's Soda Pop Shop. Mm-hmm. Now you can imagine what they have there. Like tons, Everything. tons. Every every soda, every weird soda ever made. You know what? That's genius idea. Somebody should do that in Red Bank. Thought about it. Yeah. I thought about it. I don't know. You know? Can I? Do I have to physically drive to weird distributors and pick up bottles? That no, I think, they'll, I think they'll. I think they'll drive it they'll, out. Even to if you. they'll ship it, like how much is that going to cost? You know, but it's so it is one of my one of one of the things I'm into though. I don't know why, but I'm, I'm I like soda. Yeah, soda is bad pretty, for you, of course. Favorite soda right now is uh, they don't make it anymore, but it was uh, Dublin Dr Pepper, Dublin, Texas, was the only bottler in the U.S. that bottled Dr Pepper with. Cane sugar. Was it the home plant? Uh, there was a plant there, and then they got shut down by Dr. Pepper. Like, you can't do this anymore. And uh, they no longer make that. But that was good stuff, man. Dr. Pepper is 
It is, I believe so, yeah. Dr. That's, Pepper that's was where he, invented in, in Texas. So By a pharmacist who had yes. uh, designs on his boss's daughter. Really? Yeah, and his boss Did he, said his boss said you should go west. Yeah. Actually I don't think that he, he I think he ended up here. in Texas. Yeah, leave my daughter here, but leave you my should daughter go, alone. you're too old for my daughter. I think he was like sixteen. Yeah, well there's uh there's other weird sort of cheer wine. Don't know if you remember that. Uh Green River something. Uh I mean we, we talked about a bunch of them. Yeah, knee high. They still make knee high. They still make knee high Fago. Uh, White I th- Rock. Yeah, I mean, if you don't know this by now, like I love variety, whether it be food, Shasta, whether it be alcohol, Shasta, whether it be soda, whether it be women. I love variety. Speaking of which, this weekend, uh, you're both invited. We're going out on Sunday. What's going uh, on? This weekend at Mammoth Racetrack, we're is, plugging is, the locals. Uh, it is the food truck wars. Food truck? No. Food truck wars. It's the Sunday you come out. I think uh, I don't know if you buy a ticket. Saturday or and Sunday, uh, admission oh, is like man. three bucks. All right, I'm in. We're going. Do you Speaking have to pay variety. at each truck. Yeah, you do. Yeah, dumbass. Yeah, yeah. yeah you just we have to pay them the yeah, food, but so no, the admission money. is like three bucks. Yeah, they're to get horses in. too or no? I'm sure they're running yeah, horses. They probably are. If, if it's Memorial Day weekend, if they're oh, if they're right. smart, yes. yeah, they'll yeah, be running horses. They'll be running horses. Plus, it's food truck war. You should actually. We should get somebody to do that. I know Cinnamon Snail is going to be there. Yeah, cinnamon snail. We should get some uh, people to do food truck war. Uh, in Red Bank? No, food truck war music for us. All right. You know, we don't ask our, our people for anything. No, we don't. Not like that other <laughs> podcast. Did they, did they have any posters out at all? For what, for the course? food truck yeah, war? I, I because how did you find out about it? Rob, pull that mic. If you're um, talk, pull that yeah, mic next pull that. Jesus there Christ, come on. Dude. Seriously. Like and you act like you've been here before. The questions that you've asked, stupid. Squatters. Look what he wrote. Squatters. Are there people crapping? Are there people like, crapping? Oh yes. They, what are you, seven? They pee into, yes, Rob, they pee into jars. And, and they throw it at you. Yes. And it hits you in your head. Yes. Uh, food Truck Wars was, uh, I live close enough to the Mammoth Racetrack that I drive by and I see the uh, advertisements. Food Truck Wars. Food Truck Wars. Are you a veteran of the Food Truck Wars, Ming? I am not. I wanted to go last year, and something came up, and I couldn't go. But I heard, I heard uh, one of our reservists went. Uh, I did not go. I wanted to. I I love the idea of so. A food here's truck. Uh, participating food trucks include Max's Hot Dogs, an institution in this area. Yeah, is Mrs. Max going to be there? Oh, I hope. Get so. Jim. Get your hot dog and get the hell get out, the of hell here. out of here, Michael. Get out. You make me sick. You are disgusting. I, yeah, you smell bad. Cash only. Uh, let's see, Max's Hot Dogs. Because I see there they got a website up for Florida, but they must this travel all over the country for food uh, truck wars. No, this is Jersey Shore food truck wars. Food truck uh, wars. Red Hook Lobster. Don't know anything about them. No, Pud- but I, I bet you they have kick-ass lobster rolls. Sure, I hope so. Uh, Pudgy Street Food. Love the name. Oh, that's awesome. No, what the hell is this? Rickshaw dumplings? Yes. Oh my god. Oh, how awesome is, is that? Is that their little like ice cream? They're like ice cream music. Is, <laughs> this their, is it Mike? Is this their ice cream Jackie music? Chan's a huge pop star. Is this the ice cream music? He's the man, and he can kick ass. Oh, what how awesome like? would that be? That'd be pretty like cool. Lovey dovey Titan. This is the, the rickshaw dumplings music. Can you bring that, and we'll put up speakers? Yes. <laughs> I'm in. This is the rickshaw dumplings like ice cream tune. Bring that with you. We're, yeah, enough <laughs> of that bullshit. Uh, let's see, rickshaw dumplings, Kona Ice, the Taco Truck, Little Dan's Gourmet, 
Deliano's Food Service, the French Quarter, A Taste of New Orleans. Do you like think that. Little Dan is actually a midget? I don't think so. Mustache Mobile? I don't... The Mustache Mobile? The That's mustache. awesome. Cupcake. Hey, Rob, would you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Go see if Ronnie's up at the front door. Okay. Cupcake Carnival and the Elephant Truck. The Elephant No, Thai... I'm sorry, Thai Elephant Truck. Thai Elephant Truck. Yeah, the Mustache Mobile. Now, that what? sounds awesome. We got to go to the Mustache Mobile. What... What could the mustache mobile possibly? It's got. It might be hot dogs, or it might be something that gets in your mustache when you eat. Mustache mobile apparently is located in uh, Atlantic City. That's where they're based. You hungry? Like mustaches? Like Tony Bologna's even more? Slinging indigenous AC pizza and award-winning subs. Okay, so good. All right, it's close. We're close. Yeah. So. Uh, that's that, thanks for the heads up. They are not advertising a lot because I didn't know about this, and this is something I should like me of all people. You of all people. Well, that's about. why I'm inviting you now. All right. Cool. All right, we'll be there. Tim Yates, everybody. Tim Yates. Yay. Ronnie Porto, everybody. Yay. All right. They Holy crap. Here. Have a seat, my friends. Have a seat, special guests. Yeah, we've been <laughs> we've been stalling. Everything else has just been shit. I know, we're then. talking about first pitches and so food truck a, wars. A million comments to sign, so I was thinking I would do this for you guys. Oh, totally, absolutely, absolutely. Sit down, my friend, Ronnie Porter. Everybody, my welcome. beautiful friends, my beautiful friends. You're I'm sorry, back I'm behind the mic. I'm I'm back as always, late and sloppy. Hey, better yes, late than never. Are. Jesus better late than never. Ronnie RFI Porto. What's the RFI stand for? Ronald Francis Ignatius. It's as Catholic as it gets. Yes, RFI Ignatius, Porto. nice. So I noticed that uh, you know you've uh, you know, we haven't talked to you in a while. You've had a lot of things going on, but first of all, uh, the Accelerator's comic book released yesterday in comics bookstores digitally all across the nation. Yeah, I saw I saw some Instagram pictures of yours yes. about that, or else I wouldn't have known. We had stacks. We, we got books. fat stacks as Brian run? Johnson. Uh, we well, we sold a couple. Well, we sold. Uh, we did a boot. We did a booty time. So yeah, 250, we're, we're pre-order like, 250 of them for you yeah. guys. You, you guys are literally the marketing department of the accelerators. Well, we no, I thought that was Tom. <laughs> Tom's doing a Tom great job. Mom. Tom is Tom is is the accelerators. He's a massive accelerator himself. He doesn't he doesn't stop moving and he keeps getting faster. Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. So I threw out a first pitch at a baseball game this past Saturday. Nice. It was a it was a Comic Con themed event, and my favorite moment of the entire night was a dude coming up to me in an accelerators T-shirt. That was my favorite moment of the night too. Yeah, I took a picture. I had to take a picture of them, send it to Tom. And, uh, was know, it like? What, oh, apparently, apparently, we're very popular in baseball these days. Yeah. Were there a lot of comic book vendors there? Yes, there were five different vendors. Anybody that you knew, or was no? They were all up from up north, so I don't. All not box people. Yeah, yeah. You know about the racks? Actually, the racks. one. What and, the uh, hell? That's a oh, right. the puck is keeping the wire down. Okay. Because we're having uh, we're like, uh, one guy. Remind me, I have to punch you in the face, Rob. Uh, he Why said now? that he owes that to you. Somebody owes me. Yeah, one of the vendors up there said that yeah, could have been anybody. Yeah, dude. <laughs> could have been. Or was actually, it, there are mom? twelve of them. Uh, <laughs> I owe you twelve punches in the face. You need like a deli line, like uh, the numbers. Yeah, I think, I think my mom's first. Now serving. So uh, yeah. you know, if you listen to I saw comics for the last year or so, you 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 listen to us chronicling the birth. Of this comic, so yesterday huge day actually on shelves, all across the land. It was uh, this is the geek equivalent of birthing a child. Yeah, if say. you if you have had the audacity and the courage to put up with the accelerators dribble that we've been spewing at you for for however many 
however many months it's been. It's been a year. Almost a year, yeah. Yeah. Almost uh, a year. If, if you have, have walked this far with us, then walk a bit further. Read the damn thing. Yeah, take <laughs> it's not even a leaf. Just yeah, take that yeah. baby step. Go pick it up. Or who knew this was actually going to be a comic book after all this talking? Yeah. that we would actually produce something. Yeah, but it's it's beautiful, full color. Yeah, it's no. We're super happy with. It. There's more to come. You know, we we just finished the proofs on issue three. Wow, issue four is I mean, but, stunning. You know, it's tangible in your hands. Like you know, anybody can go to a comic book store and 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 buy it and review it and love it and bag and board it. Like that's. Yeah, Tom. Tom uh, had a thousand of them sent to my house. A thousand. Yeah, and so he no, was like, so the UPS guy is like, "Fuck yeah, you." He, he basically just wants he wants to be hated in as many states as possible. Yeah. So, so you're he, Tom. You, Mom. For a moment, you were your own diamond. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Like, I, and I wasn't there when the when they got here. So I <laughs> so I, I got to my house and there was literally a wall like of a accelerators. Oh, okay, so oh. you didn't have to sign for it. That's nice. I, yeah, exactly. They, they, it's it's one of those one of those charming FedExes where they just leave it at your door like without any any notice. Of <laughs> exactly. Like, it could have been raining. Who knows? Yeah. Right and. Uh, I, it's it, it wasn't raining today. Yeah. Why does these why do these why things do smell, smell like pulp? gas? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. But the and then Tom immediately called me and was like, Okay, how many of these can you sign? So yeah, which is of course is So you signed them all. And I, I I am listen, I understand that, you know, I, I owe I owe things to the world and uh, things that you promised yeah so, i mean things that i promised and haven't cool. promised that i just feel like i feel like if other people have been listening to me for this long then the least that i can do is get some carpal tunnel syndrome yes. signing good man accelerator copies so i've signed 250 of them all right the, 750 to go yeah five percent actually so far it took longer for me to come up with what my signature should look like than it did for me oh, to you sign. yeah that's <laughs> a bitch ain't it i never thought about it until yeah, i exactly. to do the first one because mine mine varies greatly. I'm like, do I make it look like? Oh, holy crap! Yours looks good. I like your yours. Probably one of my favorites. Now, Thank mine, you. Yours I, is yours is uh, anyone who's gotten unique. a Ming Chen. Oh, it's very unique. But yours takes like 22 minutes. It yeah. does. That's it the problem. Does. You're like one of those dudes on the street who does the uh, the cuneiform. I'm like drawing a caricature, basically. <laughs> it's hieroglyphic. Yeah. Exactly. It's like Ming Chen. Actually, in Chinese, means uh, happy life. Right. It, it actually is a little comic book in itself. Right. A, a, it, a yeah. Ming Chen's yeah, yeah. Many yeah, many. Actually, meetings. we were counting like was 15 seconds to do one. Yeah, something like is that. Is it you use you use the characters? I you, do the my Chinese. Characters for, for awesome. my name. I used to sign in cursive, but it looks terrible. So I'm like, well, you know what? Let's, uh, so let's go back. 250. It takes him an hour. Yeah, if you add that up with no yes. breaks. Oh my god, we we did the uh, the prints, and we have to show you the print. Yeah, if you ordered from the store, <laughs> if you pre-ordered from the store, you'll get Chen signature theme. You'll, yeah, you'll, yeah, it is. You'll get a special print signed by me, Mike, and Walt. Yes, so, amazing. So we got them printed. We were signing them, and yeah. plus you get stickers. You'll get stickers. You'll get a sticker from the accelerator. Stickers. So yeah, we we got. Uh, I'm just waiting. They'll be going out in uh, today and tomorrow. Yes, and into you'll Wednesday. Be so very you'll be, soon. Anyone who bought from us got a booty time. Yep. And uh, should we announce that here? What's that? Well, we'll we will be doing another booty time, and it's going to be a limited, really? very limited. Yeah. What's uh? What, what it's going to be details for issue two. Ex- no, not for issue two. For accelerators one through six. Oh, it's Whoa. a package. Yes, we're going to do a package for them. But we'll. You know what? I'm just teasing you. I'm just yeah. teasing you guys. And uh, Start it's saving now. It's going to be. It's going to take a little while for us to get six issues. Yeah. Actually, going to be you guys for us to collect six ish- issues, but for you guys to get them out. You know the fun thing though about being on 
sort of a grown-up schedule now that that issues have started to come out is that we have to keep producing them yes. at, at a grown-up rate. And you better believe that in the like one of the sort of late game processes that I've been going through is like looking around on the internet and seeing all of the sort of, you know, the creators that are super they're amazing at what they do and they're super professional and they end up being late. Yes. All the time oh, sure. on, on their stuff. Sure, and, some and, will never finish at all. So sometimes I get comforted by that, and other times I'm like, "Wait, wait, I'm not." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a sh- we'll we'll get to those. Everybody will finish everything in time. Okay, in the fullness of time. Okay. But no, but the accelerators is like I I feel like I've been looking at some of their people's blogs and like the horror stories, and yes. they're like, "We're not allowed to be that." No, we have to. Now that we've started a rhythm, we have to keep our rhythm. Yeah, you have a pretty decent safety net. Now you're going every other month. We're doing bi-monthly, which, okay. is, which is really going to help. That's Smart. genius. I think that's, yeah. it, it, it's do good. it. I think that there's, that comic books, just in general, most comic books should be quarterly. But you gentlemen, your honest opinion, do you feel like m- monthlies keep people hooked better? No. No. I mean, no. Most people's will, most people's, listen to me. <laughs> most most, most use people's, most uh, people. Uh, a lot of people are going to wait till the end product. Mm-hmm. They're going to wait till the trade paperback comes out, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of foolish. But uh, for me, I was always a big fan, bigger fan of the bi-monthlies because mm-hmm. you had to wait longer. And so I would just reread all the books. And if it's a, if it's a bi-monthly, do you expect a bigger issue? Or, or are you, are you happy with the same tantalizing? What's the page size? Uh, 22, 22. 22 pages, yeah. I would think a little bit bigger, but that's me. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we wrote knowing, not knowing that it was going to be bi-monthly, we wrote the first issue of the Accelerators a little fat just because we knew we had to get people on the yep. little mm. bit. Um, so, and that, this is a question. It's like, do we need to do we need to go heavy if we're going to go bi-monthly? Do we need to go lighter? Is that, you know, like after people have, like after you have a 30 issue? What do you guys issues? decide to do? Uh, they're going to vary. They're okay. going to vary. You know what I mean? Like I, I go back and forth and it's kind of like, you know, it's six issues and we we know the story. So it's it's a little bit of more of a question of how many pages do I need to tell it? They're being very But you'll get, you'll get like a, a break in the print production if you do it based on a certain number of pages. Yeah, but you know what? It's not a huge, when you're doing a big offset print, it's not a huge difference. And in fact, w- Tom and Jeremy are kind of, they don't want to print less than a 32-page book anyway, regardless. Right. So because, so even if I wrote a 22-page story, they will, they're they going to fill it with pinups and like, right. you know, like they're, you know, they're not. But it, you're the, not going to do like a 28-page. You do a 32 or I you think, do a 24. I think they're all going to be 32s. Yeah, that makes Because it, it has to happen in increments of four. Yeah. I didn't realize that. if you do like a 28, you get stuck with a, a 12 as opposed to a 16. And exactly. it just screws it up. Yeah. You realize that the people out there listening are like, what the fuck is he talking about? We're talking about uh, the forms. No, you realize that what he's print. talking. But the people out there who are listening are like, I could. Why is he talking? Who is this? <laughs> is he, who, I'm actually leaving. Why is he talking? Is that, Who's talking? Oh, about oh are you are you leaving because of me? Mm-hmm. Then yes, no, I, I win. I gotta run. I'm going to the city. I just wanted to, I wanted to sit here and wait for you to come in and say hi. You're really. a beautiful man. It's, it's, it's lovely. To, it's lovely to look at you over radio. Rob, did you buy an issue? Yes. All right. Good job. I actually have the the preliminary yeah, issue yeah, too. Yeah. At you know at Asbury Park Comic Con. Where'd you buy an issue? Oh. He's got it. <laughs> Rob, come seriously, on. I swear to God, I'm gonna fucking kill you now. <laughs> Rob, give me my anything. bat. Give me give me my Maimon bat. <laughs> From uh, sharpen Haley's, of course. Sharpen Mike's bat. Go get seriously. your shine box. <laughs> yeah, go get your fucking shine box. 
Yeah, uh, issue looks great, and uh, um, it is what beautiful. I kind of love about it is there are no ads in there. It's, We're it, gonna keep that up. Uh, uh, no well, no, there, there, actually, there's a there's one ad. There's, there's a respectable except, advertisement yeah, in the back. Page. Back cover doesn't interrupt yeah. the flow. That's what a I'm little, getting. At. That's what he likes about it. A little and, uh, sort of podcast. Yeah, right in back uh, says uh, you know basically says uh, two podcasts that'll stand the test of time in keeping with the theme of the book. There's, there's an ISO Comics ad and a Tell Them Steve David. Yeah. Now the question is. Which one of those is the past and which one of those is the future? Oh, <laughs> I don't understand the question. Yeah. How about both? <laughs> I, I think, thought that was I think cool. Both. It was cool seeing us in the back yeah, cover of and, comic books. You though. know, which, by the way, was designed by none other than Ming Chen. I was. I was under the. Well, <laughs> and guess so what? Yeah, that's not a little it, uh, plug for you, Ming. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's my favorite page in the book. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. It's got yeah. a real narrative that that back page. Yeah, you know, next to page six or eight, with which features all four of us. And you know, and it's kind of rather than yeah, rather than fill a book up with Easter egg. I mean, with uh, with like ads and stuff. It's cool to either throw in like references to you know, to like, to the family yeah. or to or or pinups or whatever other little piece of art or something like that. I think it'll be fun to try to fill to try to fill a comic up yeah. with little extras. But at the same time, I admit I get greedy as the writer, and. I take as many story pages as I oh, can. Oh, sure, of course. You know, but I did promise. I so far I've promised Tom that I would deliver him at least one more short issue. Like not short, like you know, not like definitely not less than twenty-two pages. But he breathes easier if I'm not like straining forty pages in my first draft. Right. You know, I was like, oh man. But that's what on, a first draft for. Yeah. Well, it's so weird when you do a first draft of a comic book because you have so. Um, you're so the story is so tied into the pages. So figuring out how to how to cut a page, it usually doesn't work that way. It's usually like you cut a section. You cut, you know, you, you two cut, panels. You cut a sequence. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's and you know and and try, and every time you you cut something, it's like uh, it's like a game of Tetris. You know, you you cut a line and then everything drops down. So the beautiful sort of two page spread you had, you know, later in the book is all messed up now because. Yeah. That that happens a page earlier, right? So you're no longer in double page spread. Yeah, and you're double page spread, and you're looking at it going, "That's they're on two opposite pages," and you have to exactly. keep that in your yeah. mind which too. Is which something, that was my first glorious mistake that I made was that I I didn't realize in the yeah, in the comic writing yeah. world that page one of a comic book is always going to be not facing any other page. It's yeah. just a splash yeah, page, unless you're going to use page. the inside cover, which nobody exactly. likes to no. do. So, exactly. So you so you can never expect her to do a to do a page one. Double page splash, which yeah. I tried to do the on the issue one of the accelerators. <laughs> I wrote it up and then I was like, something's not working here. This doesn't they look do, right. They do kind of go around that sometimes. So, well, it, you mean the when two they two and three? Because sometimes it'll be like the the front page will be like a minor title page and uh-huh. they'll go right into a splash page. Oh, yeah, sure. Marvel does. Do, oh yeah, sure. they, Marvel you can do like that. Page Just as long as you're ad, aware of it. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Which is they fine. used to do that all the time. Right, right. It's a 70s, 80s. Thing. Can I admit that uh, maybe this is comic book blasphemy? I really enjoy recap pages in comic books. I oh, love, sure. Oh, my God, sure. yeah. I love a page that brings me up to speed. Well, when there was continuity, it made perfect sense. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> what, was there continuity? <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Marvel was kings of continuity. 76, oh, stuff. 76 to 82 was, like, was really awesome. Oh, my God. And was there ever continuity in DC? Oh, yeah. Did they ever try? Oh, yeah. DC I, tried, tell, but, I still can't tell. I still can't even tell if all the DC books are happening in the same universe or not. I don't think that some of them are. But by the same token, like back in the Avengers, you had the Beast reminiscing about the X Men, and then 
Well, that's true. Um, There'd be a little asterisk. Yeah, it would, yeah. I you would have that. the editor's that I'm, I miss the editor's notes myself. Yeah, because that always told me where I could go. Uh-huh. It's like the it was like the uh, the footnote ibid. And it made you feel like they had a big picture. Exactly, yeah, and you could go back they did the crossover. So mm-hmm. you had to go and buy that book, and you know, just to buy the book and go. Oh, I got to read the whole story. Uh-huh. But it wasn't really a crossover like today. You know, they do a crossover, and it's like. Yeah, you had um, the Beast was talking about. I I remember, you know, back when. Havoc joined the the X Men, and you know we found out that he was Scott Summers' brother. You're like, wait a minute, what? Huh? Yeah. What? Who? Huh? <laughs> and uh, so you'd oh, have to go. Many, and many, a little little editor's note that was that happened in Avengers 55. You're like, like or oh, Avengers yeah. X Men 55. You're like, I have to go get X Men 55. Was he the one who used to do it? Tom DeFalco. To, uh, all the editors used to. There was a lot. Yeah. Marv Wolfman hey, used Marv to Wolf do it. You still see it a little bit. But no, but usually it's like they make an ironic joke out of it or something like that. Well, that's like thought balloons. Yeah, thought balloons don't happen because there's so much. Because it, you know, it all the um, everything going on is in the caption boxes. Like Tony yeah. Stark has got the internal monologue, so blah 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 blah, and well, you, you have no thought balloons. Thought balloon, right? Yeah, well, there's no thought well, balloons. But you anymore. know what? There's still there's hope for thought balloons though because because <laughs> do you remember the the Bendis Mighty Avengers? <coughs> that was horrible. No, though. I loved it. I loved but it. It was it oh, just the, felt so forced. Like I hope he doesn't hit on me. No, but Gee, it, I, hope <laughs> she hit, I hope she doesn't think I'm hitting on her. It was genius though he because coming it was on to me. I think he, I think that's exactly what. Yeah. Oh, Peter, if you only knew how much I loved you. There were three and four thought balloons balloons in every panel. Like, different characters were had competing thought balloons in every yeah, conversation. Yeah, and it was really weird. And, and they yeah. had their thought balloons competing with their word balloons. It yeah, was like, what was Did I say that out loud? No, I didn't movie. say that out loud. It was amazing. It's also a Bendis thing. Yeah, exactly. He's but Bendis is also that guy who, like, who, like, like, tried to, like, make everything <laughs> sound as if two people were speaking, which doesn't really carry. Like, he used <laughs> sure. like a lot. For sure. Um, oh my God! Um, no, for sure uh, was Chris Claremont. You know. For sure, for real, for true. <laughs> Which just drove me fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, if you if you read Chris Claremont's '80s stuff. Yeah. Oh my God! It, sound, it, so, it sounds like you're trapped in the '80s. Yeah, seriously, you should. <laughs> these guys should have to listen to their own dialogue. They yeah. should read it out loud and then be like, "Wow, you wow, I suck." Well, you know. The 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 funniest thing about writing dialogue is the the thing they always warn you about, but that all of the really sort of notable dialogue writers commit is that they always tell you, try make sure that all the characters don't just sound like you. Right. You know, try to yeah, write. Try to differentiate. Yeah. Like the, 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 there's a brilliant there's a brilliant exercise that somebody taught me a writing exercise that says, if you write a conversation between two people, then hide their names. And look at the lines and see if you can tell who said what just based on. Ah, okay. And it's, and it's amazing. You feel so embarrassed when you write a scene between two people. Yeah, and it's then all, you like, all can't sounds remember the same. Who said what? Yeah. You're embarrassed. It's, it's humiliating. It's like you talking to yourself. Yeah. yeah. But all these famous people that we like, we love Woody Allen, we love, you know, we love Tarantino, we love, uh, we love, you know, whoever. Like, you know, all Kevin these. Kevin Smith, yeah. All these super. Yeah, well, Kevin Smith is, is a perfect example because he, uh, he creates a universe right, where 10, everybody 12. has the same has the same style of of thinking and talking yeah. and taste. So so despite this rule that they say, you know, don't have everybody talk the same, all of the great classic dialogue writers, they love to put their own voice out yes. there and make and what they do is they make a universe like like the you know like the Mallrats universe. Like like they make a universe where everybody 
lives wants lives. to talk the same because yes. everybody has the same vocabulary. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Arthur Conan Doyle did the same thing because exactly. Uh, I mean, Holmes and Moriarty are the same person. Flips oh. flip sides yeah. of the same coin. Oh. They had the same. I mean, the way of thinking. And it's because Conan Doyle loves that world. Exactly. So he wants. He builds a world where everybody is allowed to talk in this brilliant. Right. Yet respectful manner. Exactly. Yes, of course. <laughs> I'm going to kill you now, but I Thank think you. I'll explain myself first. <laughs> Elementary. Let's, let's stop for a spot of tea, shall we? <laughs> no death on an empty stomach. How about a crumpet? This sounds like a very, this is a very James Bond Sherlock yeah. Holmes that you're writing right now. It's pretty good. Thank I you. think we should do a Sherlock Holmes, James Bond team up. Well, if you, if you read uh, <laughs> League, they did. Did they? There you go. Well, it was Campion Bond who was James Bond. Oh, the, oh it was Campion Bond. Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. true. That's true. You're right. All right, so let's get down some some commerce, some marketing. How can we get the book? I've seen some tweets here. Now, there's 80 million ways to get it. Lucky for us, the Accelerator is out in the world in an insane amount of ways. Yes. Uh, Let's start with print. So, You want a hard copy? You want a hard copy. uh, And if you are within 500 miles of Red Bank, New Jersey, you come down to the secret stash. Yes, we got copies here. Signed. And they take care of you. We do. Um, You, of course, can, if you're not within striking distance of the stash, can go to your local comic book shop, and it's not too late to order issue one. Demand that they yeah, get it. Can, and we love that. We love for you to tell people who who are working in comic book stores that you want to read a comic book called The Accelerators, because then they tell other people yes. that somebody wants like, to read well, a comic yeah, book called The Accelerators. Yeah, and they get, they get if, they didn't know, if they don't know what it is, they get, their interest is, is peaked. Exactly, like, what exactly. Is this? Like, so it's, it's, a, it's great to ask around, even if, I, even if you take all of my advice that I'm about to lay out for you, and, and you, you, know, you know exactly how to buy it, it's still great to ask around about it. Because yes. That's how word spreads. And while you're at it, uh, tell the shop to order issue two, which is in uh, previews, uh, page 278. Uh-huh. The and, it'll be, and it'll be in, I, is it July 16th or 18th that it'll be in uh, July 18th? It's Comic-Con. I think July 16th it comes out. Um, wow. The, wow. So, so. And you're going to be at. Well, yeah, I guess I should probably not bury the lead on that one. No, uh, So the accelerators and company are going to be at Comic-Con. Uh, will you be there? I will be there. Very nice. San Diego. At San Diego. Wow. Uh, yeah. Huge. So we're gonna we're gonna have uh we're gonna have a table. We're gonna have an issue two ready to go. We're gonna have all kinds of fun loving hoo ha banners and yeah. Will be a you have some hoo ha's? This is a great question. I'll tell you this. Uh, Tom has really accelerated. No, uh, complete pun intended. Actually, yes. So uh, Tom has really stepped up uh, talking to people about. About all of the other like pinups that he's been doing, and like he's been having, I think he's been having a lot of fun approaching artists and and picking their brains about various yes. like other other. Covers. I guess I gotta go open the shop. Oh, <laughs> it's always something hey, with guys. with the shop. It shops. is. That's ten fifty six. Commerce waits for no man. Man, I guess not. All right, my sorry everybody. Is. I'll see you in I sell comics. Zapsic, every moment's a pleasure. Mike Zapsic, everybody. Mike Zapsic. Thank you very much, Mike. So so, the, that's exciting, though. Yeah, so it's the variant. biggest so con variant. So, so I think that right now the question is: uh, are, are any of these are any of these pinups that people are doing going to be fun enough for us uh, to do a print of? So, I think right now there are. I think right now issue two has has Walt's Walt's Walt Flanagan's cover. you know main cover, right. um, and then there's a, there's at least one pinup that I've seen that is that is awesome by Nico Walter who yes. did a cover for mm-hmm. who, for issue one. Yeah, you can one. see it at the uh, inside back cover exactly. of issue one. So you're going to San Diego Comic Con. Who all is going out? Everybody. It sounds like it sounds like certainly me, almost certainly Tom. Um, I don't want Tim Yates to hear me. 
because maybe he'll get all excited. But yeah. I think there's a, I think there's a fair oh, chance oh, that Tim and Gavin, okay. Tim nice, Tim Tim nice. colorist, Gavin Smith yeah. artist, um, <laughs> uh, might, <laughs> might might find their way over there. It's every, listen. Did you make arrangements already with the hotels and everything? We They're all set, man. Uh, Come on, Jeremy Schneider. Jeremy Schneider, who who is the man, ninety steps ahead of of logistically. Yeah, uh, he. He sort of sniffed out a condo before there was even a chance that we had a season uh, three. Uh, before, or... well, no, but before, but before there was a chance that we even had a, a table. Yes, and where I was like this, I was a, I'm such a whiny brat on this on this team. I'm the guy who's like who's like, what's the point of going if we don't have a table? Right. Like I'm, you know, I'm like I'm not selling accelerators out of a backpack. I'm like a big, I'm a big whiny jerk. Yeah, and they and they humor, gotta, they humor me, and they like they're like, okay, yeah. Ronnie, we'll figure something out. We'll figure, we'll, well, we got this. And, and then they, they pull miracles, they and they and they and they figure the table, stuff out. Yeah, which exactly. is not an easy. Task. Which is crazy because yeah, most t- I mean at San Diego, you know, these things are booked three, four yeah, years yeah, out. Yeah, you know, grandfathered in or whatever. You like someone's exactly. gonna die. Hotels are a little different. Even the tables, man. Even boot space is hard to come by. You know, you know, my buddy's got four tables. Are you gonna be out there? I, I same as last year. I have the option to go. Um, but you know, money, hotels, food. I, I mean, you know, ideally, in a perfect world, CBM will be there, and mm-hmm. we'll all be there. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the perfect world. You know, it's a good question CBM. because I because I know it's it, CBM. No, it's, is that okay? No, that's okay. You can uh, you can say the full name. It's comic cool. book in a perfect world. Yes, in a perfect world, it's like a license would be plate there. number. Yeah, and, and you know, without them, uh, I feel kind of like an orphan. So yeah, well, you know, well, it's going to be interesting to figure out what what your schedules are. Yeah, um, but it's being worked on. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll yeah. yeah we don't want to. We don't want to. We don't want to unwrap our presents too quickly. Be fun. So, but yeah, but I mean, you know, obviously, obviously, you know, all the boys are going to be. You know, involved in you know, and and you guys are going to be involved in the show. So whatever the schedules are, they're all yeah, going to have we'll to work it out. out. Yeah. When is it's, uh, July, right? July, July, Second, July. Third week, third week. Yeah, they. I think that they're still nailing down the final days, but it's all going to be you know, it's all going to juggle out right because love you know. Yeah, luckily, that's how work, luckily that's for us, things work out really well. Yes. Uh, so yeah. So and if you happen to be at San Diego Comic Con which I'm sure you'll enjoy for lots of reasons you'd be able to come and pick up a copy of the Accelerators yes uh, issues one and two yeah. signed no no, no oh, more yeah, or yeah. less yes. by everybody who's there by by then my signature is going to be an awful piece of chicken scratch I'm sure but other but other geniuses will be able to keep their signatures intact I'm sure so yeah so, so the question is do you go out and get like one graded right now a 9.9 to have the first 9.9 Accelerators, copy. I mean, just, you got just to, to have just one. To, you, know, you got to. You got to take. You got to go just through in the case. cases and pull through just them and go case. through a magnifying glass. And go, I found it. Eureka! A I, ten. I guess I should do that. You should you do really that. Do. I guess I should, you do, should that. do that. Pull I was because if you don't, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was loving the way that they come boxed. You know, with the sort of like ten issues one way, ten issues right. the other way, ten issues Twisted, the other way. Right. The way that, yeah, they're stacked to keep them even and so nothing curls. Yes, uh, which I love. That they got it down, man. Gave me glee. Yeah, they got it down. So, and I've been like, I've been. Diligent, you know, but I haven't like sifted through to find the perfect ones that I want to keep for myself. Also, I feel like if there's a perfect one in there, that's sort of something that somebody else should find. You know, like that they're, they're all good. Hey, you, you in comics, it. there is no perfection. Exactly, there's always exactly. that one that there's no way nine point yeah. nine should be. There's it. no ten. There's no is tens. there such a thing as a ten? Yeah, I'm sure there are, but it's a fallacy. It's like right off beside the press. yourself. Beside yourself, Bruce. Yeah, I'm an eleven. Yeah, 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 all right. Uh, also, uh, you know, if um, you can order online at bluejuicecomics.com. Yeah, and uh, at Blue Comics, obviously, you know, getting a we Ron, love, love you, you buying from us. You're, you're beautiful, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. You're beautiful. Rob Bruce, everybody. Say hi to the city for us. Say hi yes. to the city for us. Yeah, Be careful. So we're gonna hit up there. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't do anything he would do either, though. It's, it's yeah, really I know, yeah. there's it's no a, way to win this battle. 
It's an odd yeah, paradox. So and it, it, yeah, love you, bud. Um, uh, if you buy if you buy accelerators, GAC through the Blue Juice website, you can buy all other kinds of fun stuff. You can buy the T-shirts. You know, you, there's and you know, I'm sure as worn by Brian Johnson. Yeah, exactly. You can fi- you can see pictures of of the comic book men yeah, in, in in the shirts in well fitting accelerators T-shirts. We God bless good. them. We look they, good. It's lovely. It's lovely. They they cut a mean silhouette, and so you know you can sort of. Mix and match the comics with the with other merch because it's more fun to do that than just buy one comic and have it shipped. But you can also, if you're not into the whole, you know, sort of hard copy thing, there's a little website called Comixology. Digital. Yeah. Read it on your iPad, your iPhone, your i whatever, your device. And we've hit, and we're in, and you know, people are already pulling them. I think it's it, for a minute it was uncertain whether or not Comicsology was gonna yeah, it's tough be available. It's tough getting yeah. in there. And, and then once it happened, it was great news. But we didn't know if it was gonna happen the same day as you know as the hard copy. Yeah, but and it, it is. all worked out. It's it there. all worked out beautifully. Yeah, 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 it's a miracle. So I have not yet looked at the accelerators in guided view on Comicsology, yeah, but I'm zooming in. And, I'm uh, excited. Oof. Yeah, I'm. In fact, now that I say that, I feel like I need to do it by the end of day today. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's say you don't have an iDevice. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. Yeah, it's available on Amazon. We are. We've gone completely webtacular. You can get us pretty much through any of the. I haven't seen us on Bar- at Barnes and Noble yet, but we'll work on okay, that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. Work on that. But uh, yeah. But Amazon. I don't even know what the other ways are. Uh, well, like I have it right here in front of me. Uh, the other big way, uh, iTunes on iTunes. Oh, of uh, course, the book, iTunes. The iBook yeah, yeah. store. Amazing, amazing. So the the sort of the digital change to the accelerators formula. I'm not. I'm really wondering what it is yet because you know I, I think people have been pretty happy with the with the sales of the of the book. You know, sort of in hard copy. Yeah. But I am. I'm always curious with an indie book. What happens when people buy the when people buy the digital? Yeah, well, they is keep it, coming back. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. Or does it help? I mean, I feel like in lots of ways, the the comics that I buy digitally, uh, the fact that I buy them digitally helps me come back. Oh yeah, help, absolutely. Me, help me be loyal to the to the comic. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, you know, I think you know people like liner notes with sure. their albums, and people sure. like and people like hard copies of comic and books tangibility, on their sure. exactly. Yeah, but I yeah. think with the com- even here, you know, we sell it issues quick. So if I miss one, I miss it. So I got yeah, you know how am I going to get it? I can either go to another store or hit buy. And nowadays, <laughs> yeah, and nowadays the the digital version is almost a different beast with the guided view because it's a totally different reading experience. Different, way different. Yeah. So it's almost. I mean, there are a very select few comics that I will get both versions of. But oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, opposed yeah. to it. Yeah, I mean, you're basically paying twice for it. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I do. I do. I try to understand the logic with which some comic books, like because nowadays you can find comic books that offer like the both. They give you the free digital version when yes. you get the, you know. But it's there's no hard and fast rules. Nobody's figured out like a a, a rule no, for a formula for how to, or yeah, yeah what, what the experience exactly, or what the, is or, or what know, the price the, is. Yeah. So anyway, it's I think it's you know. It's super fun the old-fashioned way. Uh, I have a sneaking suspicion that it's really fun the digital way, but I haven't looked at it yet, yeah. so I can't promise anything. Uh, but and that's it, you know. I mean, it's out there in the world, which right? Is crazy uh, all the two other ways: uh, BarnesandNoble.com has it, and oh, a web- website called Graphics. See, see how little I know what I'm talking about? I literally five minutes. Well, that's ago why said you should be uh, uh, fans of uh, the Accelerators comic book on Facebook. Yeah. yeah, and if you know something about the Accelerators comic that that. That RFI Porto, the creator, does not know. Please email me because yeah. I, I'll, or else I'll make a fool of myself on podcasts <laughs> again and again and again. I'm like, huh? What? What? There's a book out? Yeah. Oh, you wrote it? Wait, oh, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, it's yeah, a yeah, comic. Yeah. I thought, it was, I thought it was a movie. Yeah. 
Well, to be so continued. I mean, you, there's no excuse for you not to get it in one form. Yeah, other. and it's yeah, exactly, and it's on Graphically, which is which is uh, you know also a great resource for yeah. for digital comics. Or uh, you can call here seven three two seven five eight zero five zero eight. Let's say let's say you're in Australia, get on a plane. Yeah, come, come on to New over. Jersey. T- come take your six week holiday. Stop by. We'll sell exactly. you a copy. Yeah, there's lots of things to do here. Well, you know, on the way to pick up the accelerators, you can make a trip of it. Yeah, I mean, but this could be, uh, you know, if you were sitting there and was like, man, I wish I would have bought Walking Dead number one, this could be it. This could be your chance yeah, to get this in. Is, it, this is definitely the, the ground floor, and I'm as curious as anybody else to see if it turns out to be a skyscraper, but we're just going to keep building and see what happens. Yeah, and then, you know, in five, ten years when, uh, you know, Michael Bay's directing the movie, and you know Bertram turns out to be from don't, outer space. Don't you be nasty. You could be. Like, <laughs> don't you, know, you get nasty. You, you could be like, "Wow, I got in." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got in. Exactly. I was there when it all began. All right, right on. So super fun, super fun, and I'm so I'm really blown away and excited that everybody's so supportive and everybody's so into it. All right, and if you have no idea what we're talking about, no, yeah, go find out. Yeah, and if uh, if you're listening now, you're local. Uh, Ronnie's signing copies, right? Yeah, right I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna lurk in this glorious comic book shop. For, for as long as they'll they'll let me and I'll crawl across the street or next door to surf taco to survive yeah, when, when I run back. low energy and then crawl back and sign more a little bit. So I basically I want my I want my my signing hand to be stuck at a right angle by the end of this process. Yeah like curled gnarled yeah, like Mr. Yeah. Burns. Yeah I'm gonna have to just like stack books on it to flatten <laughs> it out again. Awesome. And uh, so you're still growing for ISO Comics. Yeah, of oh, course. Okay. Of course. I can't help it. I'm addicted. Two fifteen. Amazing. All right. Congratulations to you guys. Congratulations to Tom, Jeremy Tim, um, who am I forgetting? You're Tim. you're forgetting Mike and Mike and Ming. Well, you know us, and, uh, <laughs> you know your colorist and uh, crank, your inker, crank, yeah, yes, letterer, letter. yeah. Well, Walt Flanagan, all did good the people. Cover. Walt Flanagan blew that cover out of the, out of the water. He did, um, and you know, and of course, all the Blue Juice guys: Tom, Mom, yes. Jeremy Schneider, Mike Moscone, Adam Miller. Good people, good people. All we got Huge. a family here. Congratulations! Yeah, uh, it, it, it's a great book. Yeah, you know, if it sucked, I would have said something, but it, it doesn't. It's better than a lot of the crap out right I, now. I look forward to the book that I write that you tell me it sucks. Uh, <laughs> that's that, the, that's when our friendship goes to the next level. Yes, yes. <laughs> all right, thank you. Amazing. Thank you, Mike. Amazing, man. Amazing, Mike. All right, so stay tuned. ISO Comics two fifteen, and uh, thank you. Congratulations again, the Accelerators. Pick it up, BlueJuiceComics.com. Or, or just call the store, order one. Just get it. I'm telling you to get it now. I'm telling you, this is you know this is a gold nugget that you got to pick off. And, and I'm telling you, if Ming if Ming feels this strongly about something, it must be good. Yes, yes. All right, thank you. Amazing, my friend. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.